learning from that are you saying that we should be like god i'm really sad right now and exactly and, exactly but it doesn't feel that way and it's like it's like <laughs> it's like do you like in your mind you kind of you kind of already know what god is about i mean you're not a failure you're good you're ahead you're not details i mean how do i do tell him that okay sir um i failed i need help and so you just feel like see right now i love you but um thanks i am going to watch like i told him when he was like i watch you for like I get it. Because, I mean, mine was, I mean, I was praying and I checked the results. And um, and then one thing, and now I'm just like, I can't do this. And this is, I was praying. It's not even like, okay, well, I was, mm-mm. and I just started crying. I'm like, God, I can't pray. I don't know what to do. And then after, I mean, I just couldn't continue. And I just, I mean, I felt like I was like, okay, yeah, this is how I feel right now. Bye. I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> So how, like literally i'm sorry ibrahim you can relate because you are just like god i love you but thanks sir um i'll see you tomorrow maybe like just let me cry for me my own thank you yeah. like, i love you god but bye <laughs> exactly. i care about you <laughs> i'll say something about that i think one of the reasons why we feel that way sometimes is because we want we want to actually feel it. Do you understand? Like something something disappointing, yeah. something disappointing happens, mm. and you don't really want comfort. You want to feel disappointed. Like exactly. I want to be sad in this moment. Can I just be sad for like <laughs> for like a day or something? But, <laughs> but the truth is that we don't have to be, and that's just how yeah, it feels. Yeah. Like you just feel like I want to feel this way, but. But actually, we shouldn't. You know, we shouldn't and, and, feel and, like and, that. And I think, sorry, I think that one other thing is that we there's a there's a concept of God based on what you said, Chamaka. I really agree with you, and I understand what you're saying. But there's a concept of God which I think we mostly have, and it's based yeah. on how God has been, you know, at us handed down to us by the previous yes. generation. Yes. We feel we feel we feel He's you know high falutting up there, you know, exactly. wants you to be a good child. I mean, it's just all this thing. Everything you're making me to think about this so so thing. Because when, when you understand exactly. that, see, it's not about, okay, so you want to feel sad. You want to feel this emotion of sadness. Mm-hmm. God actually mm-hmm. wants to be in that place with you. He's not just the God of the mountains. Exactly. He's also the God of the valley. So, like, exactly. So, like, being brutally honest. That's very yeah. powerful. I never thought about it that way, that he wants yeah. to be being brutal. with you. I never yeah. thought being about brutal. You know, the Bible actually says that that we have not an high priest who cannot be touched with feelings of exactly. you're taking notes, bro. Was in all points tempted <laughs> like as we are. There's this thing that usually happens in Sozo, right? When when we are having a Sozo, some sometimes some things happen. Somebody says so like um, in a Sozo, you could say somebody says, Okay, would you like to forgive God? Now one thing we've learned is that people who have a very wow. religious spirit, they have a very mm. hard time going through the process. Because how can, yeah. how can I forgive? But, but the point is that the, the hurt might be real or perceived. In other mm. words, it might be that the person really didn't mean harm. Mm. But the way I perceived it, I felt the person harmed me. So I'm not, it's yeah. not because the person yeah. is at fault. It's because of my perception. So there have actually yeah. been up there, yeah. you know, places where people actually say, God, I forgive you for not being, for not being there. And, since, and, and mm. this actually brings me to one of the points the Holy Spirit um, puts in my heart about this 
living in it now. It's called something about shifting atmospheres. Because what I've actually been making me to realize that there's, apart from all these physical things that we see, there are actually demonic elements wow. around. There are so many. And sometimes you might just have a feeling that is unnatural. Or let me say unspiritual. Yeah. Sometimes you, you can't yeah. even place your hand on it. I mean, for example, now Ibrahim spoke about maybe not getting the score he wanted to get. I spoke about mm-hmm. my favorite team in the match. Sometimes nothing has even happened. I just feel yeah. this burden. Like I just mm. I just want to be alone. Nothing has happened. Nothing mm. bad has happened. Nothing good has happened. But I just feel off. This has been me for years, and somehow I've, I've I've kind of learned to live with it. But recently, God has been saying to me that don't you know that this thing is actually demonic? You can actually mm-hmm. shift that atmosphere and say, see, mm-hmm. there is something causing me to feel this way, and I do not partner with that spirit. And I've yeah. done this a couple of times, and the change yeah. has been dramatic. Yeah. Like I just feel like the weight has been lifted off my shoulder, exactly. and I just see in a different light. Yeah, you want to say something? No, I, I ask a question. So what you yeah, said, I relate to it 100%. But then, you're, are you saying that you pray in those moments? Like, what do you do? Because I thought... What, like, I do, what I do, what I do is pray. But what, 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 you, are, what you might term as prayer might be mm. a bit different. So prayer is, yeah. Lord, Liverpool just lost this match. That, I mean, it wasn't impossible for me to do. And I feel so, so yeah. Happy. Something as simple as God, just help me. Like, I don't even feel like yeah. doing it to anybody. What you said now about, God, I just want to be left alone. There are two ways you can do that. You can either internalize it and think it to yourself. I just don't want to talk to God. I just want to be left alone. But if you say, God, I don't even want to talk to you. I just want to be left alone. It's the same thing, but because you've directed yeah. that God, it qualifies as prayer. The it difference does. is that in one sense, you are not open. In the other sense, you are open. So making your deepest emotions known to God, it's not until you scabash. God, God recognizes that and it's very precious to him. The ability to just be yeah. open. There's this scripture that says, you know, that you may be sincere without offense mm-hmm. to the day of Christ. That sincerity, it's something that's like a foundational thing for us. The ability to just open up. Like, it's even the difference between Judas Iscariot and, and Peter. You know, Judas Iscariot mm-hmm. felt, oh, God is high for I've, I've done something. I, I can't go back to God. Peter went back to God because he felt I can come to God the way I am, and then he was yeah. forgiven. So I believe we say that betrayal is is kind of still better than denial because betrayal, at least you say that I know the person, right? Denial means I don't even know the person at all. Do you get? So I think our, our our experiences about God and our thoughts about Him might have been influenced by the things we've learned. We need to just understand that everything I say to God in sincerity qualifies as prayer. If I say God, I don't I don't feel like talking to you right now. I feel so bad. This is the emotion I feel. I feel so hurt. I feel disappointed. And I just, of course, you know you want to say, God, I just want you to help me. He will actually come through. But what you don't want to do is to hide that and think you can deal with it yourself. This is my own experience and my thoughts. Sorry, I don't know if this is digress. Okay, sorry. Yeah, go on, go on. No, I just want to ask a question and I don't know if he's digressing and he's going to, but my, my question really is like, why weren't we thought that? Like, why, why, yeah, why weren't we thought that? Because me, so as yeah. close to 30 as I am, this first time I'm hearing this. Yeah, there's a lot of things I'm, I'm also just learning, like, recently. You know, I told you about this old disruptive thing God spoke to me about. There's a lot of religion in our world. There's a lot of religion. A lot of religion. I think it's, it's just a religious spirit. Remember, we spoke a, a couple of weeks back about the need to get balance, and balance is something that you, is very rare 
do you get to actually find balance? But for me, I, I had so many questions myself, and not until I think last last year or two years ago did I have this, what I call um, like an epiphany. I just realized that something is wrong with the way we are doing things. There's a whole lot of religion. There's a and there's a way you can spiritualize religiosity. You know, you can speak in tongues about it, but it's still religion. But if you really yeah. look at the Bible and you look at the way God deals with people, look at David, for example. Mm-hmm. Or Job, those those people in the Bible, they are very sincere. Job, I mean, David yeah. said, "God, why are you forsaking me?" He was always said, "My yeah. God, my God." Jesus Himself said that. Mm. Did God actually forsake Jesus? No, God never mm. forsook him. Except that we know that at the point, you know, there's this teaching about God looked away. But the point was, yeah. says, God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto Himself. God was there all through. But what He said, "Why have you forsaken me?" It's not like gospel truth, but that was how he felt at that time. Let this cup yeah. pass over me. That was how he felt at that time. Oh God, yeah. many a day that rise up against me. That was how he felt at that time. When Job said, oh God, what have I done? Why would you not, you know, uh, justify me? I've not sinned against you. So you said these people were actually just, they were doing things based on sincerity. Mm-hmm. Unlike people like Saul, who wanted to sacrifice before the before the prophet came because he wanted to do the, the, the religious thing. So the way we've been taught, there's many things we've been taught that really do not yeah. have accurate picture of who God really is. Just because of how yeah. you know John has really just mangled everything. But if you really you know, see, one thing for me is that when, when I I'm not going to church in a while. I'll not, I'll, not, I'll not lie. You know, I can use the excuse of book and all that. But I thank God for ID. But personally, I really, I really don't feel like I'm missing out on a lot. Tell you. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. This, this might sound a bit egotistical, but it's just the truth. Yeah. But when I go into church, there's just a lot of a lot of plain church and artificiality. Yeah. You know, people smiling. You know, as if everything is perfect and all that. And I just realized, I see, even in my home and when I'm talking to God, I feel sometimes even closer and more real. So I, I, I think about, oh, thank God that I can connect with ID or, you know, Lapis Lazuli, the other ministry I volunteer for. And I just, for me, this is like my church. To be honest, because there's a whole lot of you know um, highlighting concepts about people are not just real. But if you are really real with God, you know people will actually tell you the truth. Just like sometimes when somebody is bereaved, and then when you hear some of the things people say, it can just really get you angry. Like oh maybe God, how can you say God allowed this to teach you something? These are the kinds of statements mm-hmm. you just make. Yeah, I've read stuff like that. But the, but the truth really is that what you want to know sometimes is you might just be quiet when you're around the person. I just put an arm around the person. But you might just you might just let God see God is with you in this. Like there's this thing we talk about in social. We talk about um, like uh, like sometimes we say something happened to somebody while the person was young, maybe when you were five and all that. So we we kind of try to go back to that place and then we're like God, where were you? And from 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 the experiences I've had, many times. When God shows a vision of where he was, we actually realize that he was there with the person. Maybe when the person was crying, he was actually crying with the person. I don't want to talk so much about this, but I just feel that prayer, in, in, what I'm saying in essence is that prayer is not only about what we've always known it to be as, you know, when I have to be at my best, you know, everything has to be on point, and I'm speaking in tongues. There, there's a place for, for sincerity, yeah. you know, in prayer. And yeah. I think that's something that we should learn. So if, for example, Ibrahim felt, oh, well, I didn't get the score I wanted. Rather than, the reason you were able to get to the point where you started binging on movies and food, you are seeking something. You are seeking some yeah. comfort, 
you know, and I would say that you, you took a very long way to get there. An easy way would have just been to listen. See, and I'm, I'm serious. This thing has worked for me like magic. Like, God, I, I didn't yeah. get the score I wanted. And I feel so bad, like, terribly bad. Why, why didn't you make me get the score I wanted? I, it's not like you're being rebellious. You're just being sincere. Like, I feel so yeah. bad. And I just want you to just help me. You, you'll be amazed at the lights that will just shine. Or the words he will say. Sometimes exactly. I don't even know the words that he will say. Like, I'm audible. But just something will just lift you. Like, see. It's not about the score. Like, maybe you're, you're bigger than even the school system or, or yes, something to make you feel very, very comfortable. So that's what I feel. Sorry, to, to that point. Created. You will get through grief. You know, you will, get through, you will get to get over most of the things that make you angry. But in the process of it, what is the pruning? What is the making? What is the conforming to the image? That is where God is interested. And that's the part me I don't want to ever miss. So today, let me tell you what happened. Somebody sent me a message about my brother and the truth is that before now i had been thinking about certain things i was just like how oh, good just help him help him and then this person sent me a message that i think you need to put your brother in prayers this boy has not told me what happened though but like pastor Tom was talking about demonic atmospheres it was like a cloud just came over me i was just sad and worried immediately i paused i was listening to the message i just paused the message i said satan i know that you are here i know that you have come and you have told me this is what because i just like to highlight what i'm thinking I started bringing them out one by one. For me, I know what God has told me concerning this boy. And so I started to counter each of those feelings. Maybe I'm thinking that, you know, he's going to come out as a did. Or maybe I'm thinking that, okay, he's never, okay, maybe before he gets to fulfill his purpose, he would die, all this kind of stuff. And I just started to bring it out of my head. See, look at me very well. In fact, I can be very ridiculous. I mean, I like it like that. It's not like it's always like that. So sometimes I'm really, really down. But when I really want to, I'll just turn and say, Satan, just shut up and get out of this place right now. Like, just get out. And immediately, trust me, it never, ever, ever is not like this. Like today, the way the cloud came, that's how it left. Like, I was just like, see, this boy is fulfilling purpose. He's coming out to be what God has told him to do. Because I have prayed about this before. And I know that in the right time, God will position him in a place where he will receive from him. And he will, he will get converted even more than I can ever talk. And all. I mean, I said those things. All, the, all that doubt, all that, it was like somebody poured vinegar on my body. Do you get like, maybe the person just told me, I think you need to pray about your brother. Like, it was just this sad feeling that just came upon me. I paused my video and I addressed Satan right in his face. And he left me. Like, that's the point. Because it's, not, it's just like something to capitalize on. Oh, so look at now. Somebody has even messaged you to tell you how bad this situation is. Like, that is not the point, bro. That is not the point. Like, just get out of this place. So, like, in summary, what I'm just saying is that first of all, it's about the relationship. God really, really, really wants to teach us a lot. And this sincerity, this openness, this, you know, longing and, you know, just being able to say it the way it is. You know, there's a lot of emotional intelligence. We are not taught like that in Africa. How to really point out what exactly is wrong with me. What exactly am I feeling right now? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling stupid? Am I feeling embarrassed? Am I feeling forsaken? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it like that. Whatever happens. And I just like God because no matter how it is, like me now, I've not been able to exercise for a while. Because I was pray very randomly. God, please help me exercise. And all of a sudden, me that I've not even been worried about skipping. I just carried my skipping rope and I was, I was skipping 800. You know, when I was done, it was just a beautiful moment between my relationship with God. And I'm sure God was happy because I recognized that this wasn't me. This was God. And it was a simple thing. It was not me speaking in tongues. It wasn't me, you know, kneeling down somewhere. It was not me spending one hour on the road. It was a simple cry for help. I was just, you know, just, I'm like, God, you cannot help me exercise. And look at me. we bursting with energy exercise. And I'm like, God, why can't I always even just depend on you and just continue to tell you everything? everything at every point that is wrong with me i mean that one nobody will be telling me me pray for one hour because i will actually pray for one hour because there's so many things wrong with me that i can always just be telling you about but really it's about the relationship god wants to be with us in the process of whatever it is at the moment in it 
that's where he wants to be because I mean that's what he created us for really. Yeah. Thanks a lot for that, Mimi. It's very important point. Thank you, Mimi. Yeah, yeah. I, I realized we talked a bit more than we planned about sure. this stuff before. I just wanted to say something that I picked from what Mimi said, and I feel like it's really one of the most important things that we should take out of this is that the Bible says that we walk by faith, we live by faith, and yeah. it's easy to believe in God when things are great, yeah. you understand? But yeah, our faith is really tested when things are down. So yeah. I think the most important thing is that we have to learn to stay positive. Yeah. We like you have to be like you have to remind yourself of what God has said. Yeah. You, you don't you don't really know the every turn of your journey, but you know the end. Exactly. Like I'm assured that the end is fine. I'm assured that the yeah. end. So if it's not good now, we're not at the end. Do you understand? It's just as simple yeah. as that. No matter what anybody wants to try, yeah. I already have an assurance that things are going to work out fine. And that through every situation, through every situation, that there is always a purpose in it. You understand? It all, it's always yeah. going to get me to. He's always going to get me to where he said he was going to get me to. So I think it's important that we learn to say positive things. Like we learn to live on God's word. I, I believe that God's word is like, like food. You understand? Like we learn to remind ourselves like that God's word is truth. Like she said about her brother, just reminding herself that this is what God says. I don't care what the devil says. Like God says that you are saved. God says that you are righteous. God says that I'm righteous. God says that I have joy. I have the spirit of faith. And in my own experience, yeah. when I go down and I'm praying to God in those down moments, I think that's the eventual point I get to. I just start feeling like, oh, this is going to turn out well. Like it might, it might take a while. It might not be the minute I start praying. I start feeling bad. Is that God begins to remind me of His word? I just begin to feel positive. I just begin to see the light, sort of. I just know that okay, it's going to turn out fine. And God's word is what gets us through that situation, in in, in a sense. So you might not know exactly what, like for example, the the experience that Ibrahim was sharing. So he 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 at that moment, God might have not told him that oh, in one week the date is going to change or anything. You understand? But he he could have gotten an assurance that it was going to work out fine. You understand at the end of the day, or if they have gotten some form of, um, yeah, an assurance from God that things were going to work out fine yeah. somehow, even if it's not the way He planned or the way it's going to go. And I think that's what you know, turning to God um, makes us, it makes us learn to walk by faith, yeah. makes us stay yeah. positive even when everything is negative. Yeah, a scripture comes to mind cast all your um, burdens upon me. I care for you. You know, I love what you said, Mimi, that it's not about the outcome, but the process. I think that's like, what do you call it? Like the punchline or something. You know, I think that's what we should, something we should all keep in our minds. So let me just recap. There are three things I've said about living in now. Before I quick, very quickly run through the accountability process, which I want us to start working on. So first of all, okay. to live in the now, remember what, what God asked us to discuss is living in the now, not being distracted by externalities. Quite a number of things have been said, but let me just highlight three, four, five, at least the three that I remember um, I spoke about. The first thing is, at the beginning of your day, decide what has to be done before that day ends. The Gem Life Plan is a model that you can use. It's very helpful, but it's something you have to grow into. So even if you've not started using the Gem Life Plan so efficiently, I advise us to try and use the gem life plan or any other model that works for us but the more, more important thing is to look ahead and decide on the things you have to do before the day ends three things even if it's just three things the idea that these are the three things i have to do before the day ends i think that really helps a lot you know but the gem life plan is a good model to use so that you know that okay at the end of the day i can define success 
by saying that these three things have been done. Then secondly, um, I spoke about the, we spoke about the need for us to not allow events to, to, or to not allow things to attach themselves to us. So something happened five minutes ago. Somebody shouted at you. Just let it go. You don't have to keep yeah. meditating or meditating about it. Like they say, meditation, worries like meditation is negative. You know, because if you, yeah. allow, if you allow that yeah. that toxicity, it can just, it's just like a, a drop of oil in, in water. It can, it's, it's, I mean, that water is not pure. That's what the devil wants. It's, the devil is so, if, you, if God opens our eyes to see how active the devil is, it's scary. But then I know that we don't have to be scared because greater is he that is with us than he that, that, is, that, he that is in us than he that, that is in the world. And as, um, um, Elisha said to Giazi, as when God opened Giazi's eyes, that they that be with us are more than they that be against us. You know, so don't allow yeah. something. Somebody, somebody did work out at you in traffic, or somebody shouted at you, or somebody that you respected and trusted enough didn't come through. Deal with that situation at that moment and move on. When when that thing tries to come back five minutes after, just say to yourself, "This that's in the past. I've dealt with." I spoke about the guy who double-crossed or who got on the road and started shouting. One, one thing I did, which I didn't say before I, I, I said that's in the past, was I quickly forgave him. That's something I've also learned, to so forgive on the go. Mm. Just forgiveness has yeah. to be, it's not even a tool, it's the foundation of Christianity. I, I didn't even go through the elaborate prayer. There's this social prayer we always talk, use when we forgive, like, um, Lord, I choose to forgive this person for doing this thing, this thing, this thing. Usually I ask this question, Mimi kept saying this thing about feeling, how did that make you feel? Okay, it may it may be feel sad, it may be feel disappointed, it may be feel like nobody cares. So what we do, you now renounce the lie. I renounce the lie. If the person is like a brother figure, I'll say, I renounce the lie that you Jesus will make me feel sad. I renounce the lie that Jesus will make me feel disappointed. I renounce the lie that Jesus will make me feel like you don't care. After I renounce all the lies, you then say, Father, what or you say, Jesus, what truth do you have in exchange for me? At the moment when that truth comes, that's like the deliverance. You just see something extraordinary, something amazing. I remember I've shared with Ibrahim one of those things I saw about, you know, I, I will share it here. It's something very funny. You know, so it's just amazing just to forgive. Even if you don't go through that process, just forgive. But this person said, this person was, at, I feel this person was at fault, but the person tried to blame me. I just forgive him in Jesus' name. Sometimes even it means I, I said, I pray for this person, just forgive and then move on. Even that thing tries to come again, just say that's in the past. Even if it's just 10 seconds ago, don't allow something that happened 10 seconds ago to start occupying space in your brain, to make you start thinking about it. Because if you allow that, it can just cloud your day. If you allow it to cloud your day, it can cloud your week, you know, and just make you to be unnecessarily inefficient. Then the third thing we spoke about was about atmospheres, shifting atmospheres. Understand that these things about feelings, feelings that you can't explain, that seem a bit uncontrollable. They are not all about hormones. Sometimes they are, in fact, many yeah. times they are demonic. The devil can just try to put a weight on you, something that's not yours. Learn to, to realize quickly that this is an atmosphere. Don't partner with something that's external. Don't take up an emotion that is not yours. Um, one of my mentors, uh, she's a gynecologist in the UK, um, her name is um, Dr. Gubia Ida. So she spoke about because we usually go for these conferences. She spoke about how we went for um, when we went to Abuja. For not, so, sorry, I'm taking so long, but I'm just trying to yeah. bring everything together. So she said we went to um, so when, when we went to Abuja for one of these conferences. That, that was our first time in Abuja. She's based in the UK, so she has not really traveled around. This was like four years ago. So she then said that nothing was wrong. She just went into the room. I think it was a um, Nikon Hilton because that's where um, they usually some of them, some of us usually lodge. And then 
all of a sudden she just felt this weight of sadness and heaviness and she couldn't just explain it so she called her friend and then just spoke to her and then her friend just laid down in this social prayer so later on in retrospect when god was talking to her god tried to make her realize that see that room she was staying in you know a place like mm. nikon luxury in abuja that's where you have mm. um it's not even nikon is this um, transcorp transcorp shooting okay. that's where you have lots of these politicians come and then yeah. well many big people go so she was like maybe god was saying to her that perhaps they might have actually been people coming there to do all these you know, and shady yeah. deals, covenants and all that. So they might yeah. actually have been a lingering spirit that she, yeah. when she entered there, it kind of tried to attach itself to her. And if, because she did not know better, she allowed it to get to her. So but what, mm. what she has learned to do, which is something we should learn, is when you realize that something doesn't make sense, yeah. it's sometimes not your emotion. So you say, like you, like you said, um, Mimi, like, I see you, I don't partner with you. As I, I've tried this thing, well, a couple of times, and the effect, just like it has been with you, has been dramatic. I don't partner with you. It's really exactly. something just lifted, like, ah. So, yeah. I was sad, 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 and now I'm happy, 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 like, I can't explain it. And this happened within seconds. So, it's obviously, yeah. like, it, it's something you can't just explain. It's something that's very spiritual. Then, we also spoke about um, um, something else Mimi said, like, recognizing that it's about the, the process. It's not just about you know, the outcome. And there's something about also being sincere. Chiamaka, remember we spoke about praying to God is not all about this whole high falutin, you know, oh, we have to scabash, or it's when I'm happy. Even when you are sad, the, the point is don't, don't, don't close yourself up. Open up about your feelings. Let God know about how you feel. Just, just remember David, how David would just say what he felt. You know, speaking your feelings to God qualifies as prayer. You know, and I think exactly. those are things that the enemy doesn't want us to know because he wants us to feel like to pray, you have to do the whole, you know, I know the Bible says come into God's presence with thanksgiving and all mm-hmm. that and the joyful. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be sad sometimes if you are sad. God recognizes, God has a place to accommodate our sadness and turn, turn our sadness around into joy. So just being real, I think that's just a summary, just to be real, you know, and I feel if we do this, we'll find out that we won't have to waste a lot of time you know, dealing with things or running, exactly. moving about in mountains that are unnecessary. So I think this has been helpful for all of us. Yeah. So 